What's up, everybody? This is Tommy Runs. You are listening to Relay Podcast. We have Lindsay, Kafuzi, Matt, and Peter. We are approaching the New York City Marathon weekend, where it's really New York City Marathon week. So if you're tapering or you're tapered, make sure you start eating a bunch of carbs, drinking a bunch of water, including a bunch of sodium and stuff like that, so you have a great race. But let's talk about the weekend that's coming up. Peter, I feel like you should start off. I don't know why. Oh. But I feel like you should start. We should put the we put I, you in the hot seat right away. But I'm excited yeah, about but, this weekend coming up, man. Are you? Um, I'm excited. I decided I was too excited for the New York City Marathon uh, not to be there. So I bought a ticket to fly in on Thursday. So I'm hoping to see many of you and uh, many listeners, hopefully out there in the world. I am excited for this year. I've I, well, I haven't been in about I think six years, and since I've been away from it i've learned more about just what a party the whole race is from beginning to end including project finish for the last half hour in the park under dark with like glow sticks and music and just rallying the final people to the finish line and i know that there's a few other brands that i've heard about that are doing uh some cheer stations maybe down like columbus circle which is a few miles away so i'm excited for the whole day from the beginning uh, to the party at the end of the day with all, all cheering on the final finishers to the finish. Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't done the uh, final finisher. Well, I went last year for the first time, but so I didn't do that last year. Cause I think I was like, you know, maybe in bed somewhere um, because of how hot it was during the race. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I don't even know if I went to any after parties, but um, I'm very much looking forward to the final finishers and coming back around like, what, like, is it like six or seven o'clock that people start kind of gathering again? Yeah, I think it's about seven, and then the finish line officially closes at eight p.m. I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to go back this year. Uh, it seems like a great vibe. You know what? I was um, at the Monumental Marathon this weekend doing the announcing at the finish line, and there was this group of women that came up to me at the end when we were like the last few finishers were coming in, and they were like, "Will you know when it's the last person?" And I'm like, "I think I will. We're gonna try to." And this group of five women, they had a gift they're just runners and they, they are back of the pack runners and they just had a gift for the last person to cross the finish line at the race and stood there and cheered in all the last people with me. And it was so sweet. It's a different vibe because it's a much smaller race than New York city. But I thought that was so cool that every time they do a race, they bring a gift for that last finisher. Yeah. In, in Berlin, I had this, like that random experience of um, trying to find my way back to my hotel and we had to cross through the course. So I ended up sticking around and like giving people high fives for a while that were like, maybe we're in like the four and a half, five hour range. Um, and that was probably one of the highlights of the whole Berlin, you know, experience because I had never really seen that part of it, you know, as it's like, you, it's we're all in this together until you finish and then you just go about your way, you know, cause you're not in this together anymore. You're, it's done. But it was really cool to see that and hang around. So I want to I want to do that in like a bigger way and finish and, and watch the final finishers come in. And it's hard when you run the race to then do that, because like, again, especially if you're, you know, not like this super duper experienced marathon or like you're going to be so battered by the end. And like, the last thing I want to do is like stand around for it's like, you know, mm. depending on how fast you finish one, two, maybe even three hours. You're like, oh, my God, I just need to lay down. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been able to see like the start to finish, like literally every single like kind of runner, emotion of a runner. It was wild. It was like such a cool experience. So I'm like, I guess I want to do that again. Is everyone here going to be in New York? All five of us? No. I'm so oh, sad. Oh, Matt, you're not I'm, going? I'm like not going to look online or do any. I'm just going to like turn off my social media because I'm going to be so sad that I'm not there. I mean, you should just do what Peter did and just buy buy a plane ticket and figure the rest out well, as you, you go. You know, the whole, like, family situation, like, mm. I just can't leave again. It's Your one of those just things. just got reacquainted to you being home. They're like, who are you again? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it's like I got in, like, at 10 last night, and they're crawling in my bed this morning. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I definitely cannot leave again this weekend. But, I yeah, I'm excited for you guys, and it's the best, best, best weekend ever in new york City. this is like the it. captain phillips movie it's like we're your family now dude yeah. i literally <laughs> that's so crazy i like literally started rewatching that yesterday and he just told him he's like i'm the captain now that's great that's great thank you matt that really just made me feel amazing <laughs> i almost i almost held it in i was like this is this this is a bridge too far this is not a really good joke but i'm, I'm, I'm glad you're there for me tommy i appreciate it no that 
that landed. No, most of your jokes don't, but that one did. You should, you should <laughs> see how many I have to edit out. The, the cutting room floor is littered with bad jokes. Oh, oh, really? I am no, worried you, uh, that as we all start watching movies like in our own streaming services, that those memes just like won't hit. You'll be like, oh, I never, I never saw that. Like, no one will see the same movies, and we'll have no mm. idea what each other are talking about. I hope that day never like comes, big... Peter. I, yeah. I've been that way for a long time because I just don't watch a lot of TV anymore. And so people, whenever like there's a podcast, it's always like, oh, what are you streaming right now? I'm just like, I'm just going to fast forward five minutes because I have no idea what they're talking about and I don't watch it. And I just have no, I'm already clueless. Unless it's movies been out long enough to be on airplanes and I haven't seen it. That's the only time I, I watch movies. Otherwise, I'll fall asleep once a movie starts like at home. <laughs> So, like, my kids always joke that, like, when we have movie night at home, it's dad gets an extra nap today because <laughs> oh. I just can't, I can't stay awake. Dude, I'm such a movie person. Really? Yeah. Like, I love it. Like, we go to the movies all the time, you know. You do? Yeah, yeah. Love it. Oh. That's the way to be. And then I'm worried they're going to filter down into the, into just gifts that show up on, in text. And I'm going to be like, what? I don't, what did you mean by this? Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I always just feel like people that don't watch TV are like really smart. And you're just, no. you just got too much going on, Mike. No, I just, I, I spent too much time watching YouTube and Instagram. Oh, that's, that's okay. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm mindlessly scrolling over like got mindlessly it. watching things more than a lot of people. I okay. just don't watch like a lot of professional sports and I don't watch like like stream shows that often in the winter uh-huh. sometimes i'm on the treadmill so it's like then i'll maybe catch up with some stuff but it usually is just like i, I got youtube on that's why mike doesn't need to watch uh, entertainers he is the entertainment like he is right. the entertainment. <laughs> do you think do you think brad pitt like just watches a bunch of movies and, and shows probably not <laughs> yes i just called you the brad. no you the... just want brad pitt just wants to know what Capuzzi's no. thoughts are on the new nova blast 4 oh. that you guys were able to finally you know put out put out in the world today yeah. Dude, I, I'm like I mean, I'm waiting for that point when like celebrities, like real celebrities, are like, I need some help with shoes. Call that guy, you know. Like they're <laughs> saying it to like their, I don't know, their, their, their person, you know, their assistants or whatever. And like we we need to figure that this isn't working for me. Call it, call that guy. Like I would love. That's for that when to you happen. know you've made it. I know, but like I don't think that it's will like really happen. It's like the Batman happen. symbol, but just be like a shoe, like, like a silhouette of a <laughs> yeah, shoe yeah. Just yeah. put out in you the just, clouds. You just blow into a shoe. Yeah, exactly. And I'll, and I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, um, that would be amazing. <laughs> that needs to be the next the know, next piece of content. I thought about you, Mike, because well, and Tommy, because I I had this like Academy Sports po- post I was doing, and it was about a Brooks shoe. And guess what I did? I put the wrong shoe on the text. Uh oh. And I had these people being like, "That's not the glycerin. Mm-hmm. That's the." Uh, what's the adre- adrenaline? adrenaline? That looks just like my adrenaline, and I was like, "Oh man, Mike and Tommy would have never made this mistake." Oh no! And so I had to repost it. I was very embarrassed though, but it it was more a post for Academy Sports, but it had to be this Brooks shoe. Mm-hmm. And then I called the Brooks shoe the wrong thing. But I'm not a shoe person. I wear shoes, but I, I know the brand, you know. And so, yeah, it was a major fail on my part. So I had to repost it, and guess what happened? You know, you have to take something down to repost it. What happens? You get like no engagement. Yeah, I think I think. That's... So I texted Matt. I was like, "Go like this photo for me." <laughs> <laughs> I commented like, "This is the best Instagram post of all time." <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing content. Please do more of this. I thought I liked it the first time but around. What... I love it the second time around. <laughs> what would happen though if if Mike did made a mess up like that? Would his people just come after him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I would yeah, know like... right away. I would know right away. Yeah, I think... uh, but you know what I do now? Every time um, someone points out when I've made a mistake, I reply back. Um, I intentionally put in errors to drive engagement, <laughs> and then I wait a couple hours, and then I go back and write "JK." It was just a typo, or "JK." <laughs> I just made a mistake, but I wait a couple hours first to uh-huh. see <laughs> to make sure that they've seen it. Um, so that way, they're like, "Wait, is this guy?" playing chess over here and we're playing checkers i don't know what's I happening i think you should really do are, this i think this should really be a, a lot thing of instagrammers that do that all the time i follow yeah. a guy who does that he's in a different space and he'll be like you know he'd be like sakuni i'm just loving these sakunis and yeah people are just lighting him up and he's just like hey thanks for the engagement buddy 
Yeah, yeah. So there, <laughs> there's awful. a photographer that shoots a lot of people that do cosplay. And he'll, so he'll go to like a convention and it'll be a Spider-Man. And he goes, I went up to a guy dressed as Captain America and asked him if I could take his photos. And here's how it went, you know, yeah. and so like all the comments are like, that's not Captain America, you know? So like, it's, I, I've seen people that do do it intentionally and it's very funny. Um, but when I do it, I'm not doing it intentionally. <laughs> it's just, I made a mistake and I make mistakes <laughs> all the time. I know believe in the run, like they said, fresh foam instead of like fuel cell or something like that. And that was a pretty big, and they just said it like in the video, like it wasn't like they typed it out or anything like that. And I guess that was apparently a big deal. So yeah, people get weird about shoes, man. Yeah. I mean, in their defense, those two words are very similar. Like, especially once you get one in your head, like it's hard to like bounce back and forth between which one you're talking about. And in your defense, Lindsay, I would say that like, like the ghost, the glycerin and adrenaline, I have a hard time picking them apart visually. Unless I got it up real I mean, close. have we have we seen so, have like, we ever seen all three in the same room at the same time? Are we sure they're not the same? <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> I have an adrenaline and a glycerin now because Brooks was the sponsor at Monumental. Okay. So they had us all wearing the glycerin. Academy Sports Post was the adrenaline. Okay. They do feel similar to me. I just remember Matt, you said if I was a brand, it would be Brooks based on my um when we were talking about the laura green thing based on my like personality with running you said i would align with brooks so i thought well i did i did say that but then everyone gasped when i said it so now i want to take it back yeah oh i I don't know i don't know if it's like i don't know if it's uh an insult but it just doesn't feel good you know what i'm saying <laughs> it just doesn't to like put me with Brooks. I don't know why, but when I heard it, I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of." But like I don't someone's know why. Like, I got, I oh, that. you got a haircut. It looks fine. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh. So I don't want to be Brooks. I think you do. Who do you want to? I think Brooks, okay, is, a very, Brooks I... is a very solid, substantial, very impactful running company. They are okay. really are. Tommy's like, I better, I better watch my words here because I might work with them in the future. No, no, I um, <laughs> I saw. I haven't looked at it, but Laura Green actually just popped up on my feed with a new, I just saw Adidas and she was acting like she was Adidas. So I yeah. don't know what that video is yet, but I'm looking forward to going back and, and okay. looking at it. But Matt, which, which one is Kafuzi? Ooh, I think, wait, wait, let's all, let's all, let's go run and do all <laughs> no, of no, us Matt's, four right Matt's, now on the call. Matt's, Matt's got to go, Matt's got to do, go first. I'm trying to do gut feeling, but then nothing popped up. So now I feel like if I go too no. analytical, I'm going to mess it up. Okay. What I about, know what, what I about have me? for him. Which one are you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what? I don't think this counts as a brand, but like, because I, I don't think like it resonates the whole brand. But when I think of Tommy Runs and like the stride, like the zoom in stride, the quick little heels, I've always imagined you with the the new Mizuno super shoes. Mizuno. You know, like I know that you okay. love those shoes, and like I think like. I, they look so cool when you run in them. I'm like, those I, are the shoes that I think about again. So I don't like the Mizuno, the brand. Like, I don't think of like the Wave Rider 16 when I think of Tommy Runs. Yeah, like, but, yeah. like that. You think of that shoe? shoe? That's the one. Okay. Okay. I, I guess I, I'll take that. I'll take that. I don't I, I don't know what to, to make of it, but I think I'll take it. I didn't know Mizuno was still around. <laughs> oh, they're around. They're coming. They're trying to come back, too. Oh, are they coming back? Yeah, they're, they're trying to turn it around. They, um, made, they made some good have- ones. Do you have Listening. any Mizunos in that shelf behind you, Mike? Here. Yeah. Oh. Mine is right here. These are the black and yeah, white those, ones. Those are the tiny ones. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I didn't have any idea that, wow. that, that that was that close to you, Mike. This wall? Yeah. For some yeah, reason, yeah. I can reach it. I, 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 re- so, I refer back to it a lot I'm of times. I'm so far away from this wall. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would say Adidas for Tommy. Oh, okay. Do you run an Adidas ever? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yes, I just picture the slow mo. I, I think I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you so much. I go, I go Adidas. I was trying to think. Mike is like, I was gonna say Saucony, but no, no. What's I feel like the no, most. I feel Asics. For, I feel Asics for for Asics. For yeah. yeah. I was like, what's the most like laid back but gets things done kind of brand? Yeah. All right. Yep. Asics for got... Mike. Adidas for Tommy. And then I for, think, for, Matt, for Matt is, is Saucony. Saucony for sure. Okay. New England stable. You know, like I think, and a wide variety of really good shoes. So I just feel like it, a great, a great, a, his, a great history in running. Sent somebody, mm-hmm. to, you know, outfitted the guy that went to the moon or something. You know, I appreciate that. That's so way it, better than where I thought you guys were going to go. I thought you were going to pick some like defunct brand Reebok. 
Reebok, Reebok running. Reebok used to be cool. We're I'm not just sure, saying. We're not sure that they still saying. do running. Does Matt still run? Um, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't hey, even know if he's in running. Am I still, still. Brooks? <laughs> Wait, guys, give me something better. <laughs> Wait, talk about me more. Am I Brooks still? Well, okay, so so uh, you know, Peter's definitely Nike. Just be, I mean, that's obvious. Oh like, yeah, Peter's Nike. Yeah. You know, well, actually, Peter's tracksmith because he's not a jogger. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think Brooks. I think Brooks is very, is kind of fitting, Lindsay. I'm sorry. Not, I'm sorry, really? but I'm, I think that that sticks. <laughs> I think that sticks. I kind of want to be Hoka, honestly. I think that that's a better fit. You really? Do you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I could see that too. Why is it a better fit, Mike? <laughs> well, I feel like it is. Talk about me some more. Yeah, well, it it's a, a brand that is definitely in the space. But it's not trying so hard, you know? And so I just feel like it's just enjoying what it's doing without necessarily... But it can go hard. And it does go hard. But it doesn't always have to. And so it's like, there. So I feel like that's kind of what what I'm getting from it. And it can be a little fashionable, too. Like, it's like you just go go to the store in them. Yeah, let's let's take that back. Because I don't necessarily think run happy when I think of you, Lindsay. What, you think I'm fashionable, though? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Moms are all fashionable. Look at all these dopamine hits I'm getting. Yeah. I'm getting a Mom, lot of dopamine hits Mom, right now. Moms are Just all fashionable. Just filling that ego. Yeah, no, I don't. Th- Y'all I don't, might... I don't think run happy. Like I, you know, like because yeah, I feel like okay. I feel like you um you get Hoka. You, yeah, Hoka's good. Um, Whew. my nieces told me I was the fun aunt this weekend, so I'm really, the ego oh, is nice. just growing and growing between that and Did they ask you for something? Did they ask you for something right after that? They just wanted me to dance with them. They just wanted me to dance with them and stay up late. Mm. And so I was like, well, now I have to feed my ego mo- more and like prove that I am actually the fun aunt. So they won. So. They won. So they got to stay up more and, le- and later. Uh-huh. And, and dance. And I yeah. didn't have- didn't have any of my boys with me. It was just me and the girls. It was super fun. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I, I'm gonna say that. Oh, going back to this, I think we can't. We I can't be Salkin. Laura Thweet is on our team. Oh, I was <laughs> thinking that too, but we we can have double. We can yeah, have crossover. Can, can okay. Yeah. Obviously, Laura. Right, I don't, don't want to take that away from her. And all of a sudden, she's New what? Balance, and she's like, "What the hell, guys?" <laughs> <laughs> who's, you know, who's you new know, balance? you know who I would like to be. You know, what brand I'd like to be. I'd like to be on. Like I, well, I'd like for somebody to go. Oh, on, yeah, for you. But I don't think that's gonna happen. What is Steph running? You can't be on. On is like the official shoe of of airport like passengers. It's like I, you hey, only see on if you want to go no. see ons, go no. to the airport. It's on every third. No. <laughs> Lindsay, you flew out this week. Every third person's wearing on. <laughs> I know that the last eighteen months they're doing a lot better. But honestly, it's like. It's like this shoe. I think they, you, you take off your shoes when you go through airport security, they then hand you a <laughs> pair of ons after you go through the metal detector. And I think that's how this happens. Well, I, think they're, I think they've sponsored will... different airports, and this is how they've really proliferated through America. And I will say the fancy shopping center down the street um, that has shoes that are like very expensive. Like you walk in, you're like, I just need like a pair of shoes for this, like $400. They have ons in their front display. It's like fancy shoes for dressing up and on. Yeah, I guess I can't, so, I can't be on, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I was super confused when I saw those shoes in that store. I actually walked up to the guy. I was like, do you run this sh- store? Can you explain this to me? I'm very confused. And he said they sell like crazy, like just fly off the shelves. Yeah, so, I mean, because the people that um, don't want to like throw the people that maybe don't want to buy like a pair of Nikes to walk around and be semi, you know, casual and stuff. They want to. They want to be a little upscale. They want to spend one hundred and sixty, one hundred and eighty for a shoe they just put on their feet to walk around and go to the store in. It's like <laughs> another level. You know what I mean? You know that's the way to go. I've never put on an on shoe. You got it. You got to put one on. Really? Yeah. Okay. So wait, did we say? Do we know what shoe Steph runs in? Steph Lippin? Oh no. Because I know. Obviously, she used to be with Hoka. And she's sponsored by Lulu. I don't know what she wore this weekend. I, say, I feel like the last was, race she did, okay. she did, she wore Solomon. She might have run Solomon Genesis in a previous race this mm. year. Mm. I could see her being Solomon. I kind of. I could see Solomon her being that. Solomon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then who else do we have on the team? I feel like we got to finish this off. We got to round it out. Marcus. Marcus is Ooh. Adidas for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, very much, very much so. I don't know why either, but I just feel like that's... Ger- German precision. Not that he's German, but like pre- precise uh, 
very uh, efficient. All, all I guess, typical German thing. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. had a lot of Adidas races. I don't think he does. He race in Adidas? Though? No, I don't I think, think he, I he think, does. I think, I think he he's a Nike, Nike, so. a Nike guy. Yeah, yeah, but like uh, that. That's that's kind of uh, if he were if he were a brand, a shoe brand. I think he's got he's got he's got an edge he's got an edge to him a little bit. You know, he could also be on too, but not in like the airport guy with a golf digest kind of way in like the other way where i just feel like it's a lot of, you know this swiss engineering um like always it always looks great the fit the fit is on point you know so i feel like there's marcus is put together a lot of the time and so i feel like that would be my so reaction. we both so we both got adidas you're not mizuno yeah, anymore could be, did you renounce it mizuno be, it could be two I mean, yeah, you, I said, you, said I was a, I you said I was. You said I was a shoe. Yes, true. he didn't I say I was Mizuno. You <laughs> said I was. You said I was one one shoe. I didn't even get a whole. All brand. right, you know, know what? I'm gonna change my mind. Tommy is Puma because because oh, three like years that. ago like he that. burst on the scene, coming out strong, and now everyone likes him. No one has a bad thing to say. Everyone likes the Puma yeah. shoes. Sometimes they'll say, "All right, maybe I like a shoe, maybe a little bit more," but no one hates on Puma ever. Their shoes are fantastic. They came on strong three years ago, and they just keep picking up steam. So Tommy's Puma. It's, yeah, I, I'm gonna agree with that. Tommy, has anybody ever said anything mean to you ever? Yeah. Online? Online? Really? Online? No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait. So wait. Just no. to your face? That's like a complete role reversal, like in society. So people are nice <laughs> to you online and mean to you to your face. Yeah. Yeah, because my my online persona is much better than the, than the in person thing. So like they're like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what's that like to be so well liked? Yeah, it's like everybody what, likes Tommy. Yeah, it's like oh, he seems like a nice guy, and then they meet me like, oh, not really, you know, like like Mike. Like, Whatever. Mike, yeah, Mike only like likes me because my online persona dynamic. We don't ever really hang out in person. <laughs> um, okay, so Kara is ultra, obviously. Obviously. Ultra. Um, okay, I have one really bad question that I'm sure Tommy and Mike, if you're on random podcasts, you might get asked this, but when do you decide, the two of you with your big shoe wall back there, like when do you decide which shoes I'm wearing and like when those retire? Because they all look shiny and clean, like they have 4.2 miles on them. Oh, well, for me, like I, I review a shoe till 100 miles and then it gets retired. And that's these shoes like behind me and on this side. And then the shoes that I'm still reviewing are on this side. And then they're on the wall kind of by brands ish. And then whatever shoe I need to run in, like if it's an easy day, I look, what's the easy day shoe that needs some miles? If it's a workout, then what's a workout shoe that needs some miles? So this is the one that's this blank space right here. That's for today's run. Um, for me, like I love the fact that I should have not should not have let you go first, Mike, with that answer because he has like he has his whole <laughs> thought out. Like, yeah, like the minor literally they they were up here at one point as a per brand, but as they go down and then like I have to hurry put stuff back up there like it's before an episode or something, then they just go anywhere. Um, there is no me method to any madness of this. It's just madness. Um, I base my how I pick a shoe to run in. I go like, how do I feel today? And I'll just grab a shoe that works out. Um, if I feel like crap, I'm going to grab a shoe that makes me feel less crappy. Mm, love that strategy. Yeah. You guys want to talk about New York? Well, I mean, yeah. I guess it's going to, it's coming up. I think I, I like, when, I, I was hoping that you guys would get back to that. We're 25 minutes in. I think it's time. Okay. So <laughs> it's me. Maybe. I'm the distracting one. Sorry. No, I, it's right. me. I'm the problem. I got a random question. Who I so said, let's just, this is like a, this is back to New York but it's, it's kind of goes along with that shoe conversation we just had, shoe brand conversation. What brand do you think that we'll see the most of in the top 10? So cause if you did top three, it gets a little tough. But top Nike. 10. Top 10. Nike. I haven't memorized yeah, the people. Probably. I'm going to go with Adidas. It's going to be Nike or Adidas, I think. Yeah. But I think, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be Nike. What okay. do you think, Tommy? I think Adidas for some reason. New, so we're split. New and new, like the the new the new thing, Evo One and the Pro Three. I think you'll see up Wait, there. Wait, can we make this a competition? I think a lot, maybe like one or two, right? Evo Ones. Mm -hmm. Mike and I are Team Nike for this. Like we think, not that we're 
I'm not team Nike, but not I'm going team- to try to predict. <laughs> Wait, don't pull that quote. Nobody pull that. Don't take this out of context, people. Mike and I choose Nike for this. Uh, Matt and Tommy choose Adidas and then. Top 10. All right. So I want to talk about what Americans are running New York. Yeah. So it's not it's not the most august group. Like, obviously, people tended towards more of the faster marathons this past fall. So um, there's definitely some some elite people running it, but it's not the depth that we've seen at any of the other major marathons this year, even going back to the spring. Like this looks to be like, from an American perspective, the weakest elite field of the bunch. So. Because it's so close to the trials and it's hilly. It is close, but is it that yeah. close for these people? I don't know. Like, I feel like they have. I, I mean, I wouldn't do time. it. I would have done Chicago. Yeah. Wouldn't you have chose Chicago? Yeah, I guess Chicago probably would be the last, like, go at it and it's a flat course yeah i mean if you're trying to run uh olympic standard qualifying time like new york isn't a place that i would pick you know unless like you were like well i feel confident and there's a contractual reason to do it there like maybe i thought i could if there's a something in a contract for like top american you know then maybe i'd be like oh well everyone else picked the flat and fast this year so maybe i can still get my standard and but i'm like I mean, as an amateur runner, like my brain doesn't even work that way. So, like, I'm just purely speculating. But that's a great point, though. Like, it, what's the payout for Top American? Um, and we've got Kellen Taylor and Molly Huddle running. So, like, that's a you know, regardless, that's a big yeah, deal. On the men's side, we got Nathan Martin, we got Reed Fisher, and I, I've come around on, on New York City because. That's not that I was ever anti New York City, but now I'm like, I love the fact that like Kellen Taylor's running New York City. Like she's like widely regarded for the length of her career is just like super tough. It's like, all right, like on top of that, she's coming back to the marathon after giving birth. And she, which which race did she choose? She chose the hardest major. And like I feel like coming out of this, one of my like top storylines the next day is gonna be like that Kellen Taylor setting herself up for maybe one of the like a favorite for a top three spot in Orlando because I think she's going to run it. Oh, yeah. I think she's going to run incredibly well. I think it's going to be on a tough day and people are going to be like, holy cow, like this woman is so strong and so tough. And shoot, she like ran incredibly well at Atlanta. I don't know if she had like a broken leg. Like she is so <laughs> good. And I feel like she's going to come out and after this, people might say, Hey, maybe she doesn't have the fastest, the fastest marathon of 2023 but she might have had the best marathon of 2023 of the american women and i think she takes that catapults it into orlando and goes in as a top three favorite along with um kira damato and emily sisson that's my prediction for like the oh those are your three favorites? that's what i think is going to happen like i think that's going to be the conversation on monday after this race in regards to the american women's field Wow. You know, I just think you can't, you can never count Molly Seidel out. Like, I just feel like, yeah, what she did in Chicago after coming back from all she's been through. But wow. Okay. We got to, we'll have another episode for that where we pick our favorites for sure. Yeah, that one's going to be spicy, but, uh, cause Super I got thoughts spicy. on all that. But I will say that. Emma Bates. What's that? Yeah. I mean, I was just saying. Yeah. 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 That's going to be fun. But for Kellen Taylor, I think it's easy to kind of discount her now because she's been, hurt for a really long time because that injury she ran with in 2020 was not a small like little niggle it was huge um but like remember she's been coming back and she's been running with alfie she's been running with lauren Hagens, and she's been running with steph Bruce. like she's been running with really fast american women right now and so like i just feel like uh she could definitely uh surprise a lot of people over the weekend yeah, the, the other one I was hot on was I just think the women's – I can't wait to see who wins the women's side of this, right? I think for a long time, the rigid Kaskai performance in Chicago was like the, the benchmark for the best – You know, obviously, it was, it, was the, it was the world record, right? So that was like anyone, anytime anyone talks about the leap in women's marathoning in the last 10 to 15 years, like that was always the race. It was Bridget Kaskai in Chicago – especially the first half of that race, it was a, like a mind blowing experience to watch that happen. Now, over the past year, we've seen, you know, times get faster and people run faster than she has or cut very close to what she did in that race. And I can't wait. Again, it's not a two person race. There's, there's many women in the field who are excellent, but I am so excited to see Bridget go at it, especially with Helen O'Beary. 
I think that is going to be, Helen has run incredibly well. Bridget set the original standard for what marathoners can do. I can't wait for this. Again, they're not the only two women in the field, but if it would be awesome to see them coming to the park, very close to each other, going at it, considering the careers they've had over the last, again, just even the last three or four years, what they've been able to put together. I think it'll be the, I think uh, Latessa met Gide as well, though. Like, I think the, the three of them will be playing off each other for quite some time. I mean, you guys haven't even mentioned the last two winners, though. Locati and Chip Churcher. And Chip Churcher is the reigning Olympic gold medalist. And she won the year before with Locati. She was hurt last year, so she didn't run, you know? So I'm like, that's, I mean, the the world majors always draw like, oh, yeah, four people have won this race before, so they know the course, you know? And I'm like, it's always amazing. But, like, this year's front pack is going to be uh pretty exciting to watch i think for sure for sure yeah it's definitely me like prognosticating like what what not only what do i think could happen but like what would i be excited about happening would be like them facing off i don't know it's maybe just like my own internal bias about like the excitement i get when i watch these two women run but like mike you bring up a good point like the the field in this race is so strong and again what i said about kellen taylor you could easily say about the international women's field of like we could again on monday morning be saying hey this woman you know blew the doors off these other, you know, three, four, five competitors. And now they're the favorite to win the Olympic gold after like doing that on a, on a tough course against what might be the best international women's field 2023, potentially, you know, considering what they've all done. Like, I think this would be, but well, you could easily say that. And it would, again, I don't have every field memorized, but it's hard to imagine a better field top five on the women's side than this one. I don't remember all the fields either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't no. answer that question. I mean, just to be just to be honest though, women's women's marathoning or, or racing just has been so exciting in general for the last like year or two. Um almost like until until the dude just ran two hours flat or two hours and thirty five seconds, I felt like women's running in general, American and international was was overshadowing men's in both respects. And I think that that will be the case again uh, on Sunday. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, Tommy, for sure. I can see one of the ways I think that the men's field could end up having not, not a similar, and maybe it's not even the field, just having the same sort of race day like vibes or the ability to last in our memory is I love running. I love watching, and I'm going to butcher the last name, Jeffrey Camerwar run. I think yeah. he is just, he just leaps off the television. It's his exuberance, his stride. Just something about watching him run. I just remember even previous New Yorks watching him run and being like, I can't stop watching this man. Like, I just love watching that dude. So if he goes out and he has an unbelievable day and he's, you know, if he wins the race and, you know, again, the New York City Times are always going to be inflated compared to like a Boston time, sorry, compared to a Chicago time or a Berlin time. But if he goes out and runs again, low 204s mid 203s and and takes the the w considering his pedigree i think that could be a lasting memory for sure um just because he's also been right there at this race before yeah i think i, th- I like him too for that and then like abdi nagai nagai is like right there with them for personal best as well i think uh jeffries is like 204 23 and then um abdi's is 204 56 so they're really close um, I guess it really just depends on like who can run the hills better, but then I just like I don't know like it, I just don't know how it'll it, it won't be able to outshine like what we just saw. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's gonna be the story. The story will be after New York is still somehow Kevin Kipton for sure because it it's just <laughs> it's so it's just so it was so crazy. I mean, even if they break the New York City Marathon record. It's still, even though it's is probably maybe arguably harder, maybe I don't know, um, dude didn't experience pain or whatever, but it could be harder. Um, I just think that that's it. It'll, it won't get its shine for some reason. The women's field will, I think, though. Have we looked at the forecast? It's gonna be perfect. It's gonna be like really? 40, 48 low and like sixty three high. Um, and I looked at the humidity as well. It, the humidity drops from nine o'clock, drops down to like 
until around 12 then it starts to go back up so it'll be like dropping as you're getting into the race um yeah in indianapolis this weekend it was pretty chilly but like i think it was a little bit humid and people didn't realize this you guys i have never seen so many people throw up at the end of a race i've also never stood at the finish line for seven hours but especially these front runners they would just come across the finish line and just throw up everywhere like it was insane it was wild we had buckets i wasn't in charge of the throw up thank god but we had buckets and every time people would just come dump water in the buckets i mean i mean the throwing up drastically went down after around like 3 15 3 30 crowd came through but man a lot of those guys coming through sub 230 whoo and way more men were vomiting than women so is this a silver bullet solution we finally figured out how to run a fast marathon like if you're if you're not throwing up you at the have- end are you really you're not running. New, you're not working hard. Ad campaign. If you're not throwing up at the end, are you just jogging? No, this is a, no. This is this is a this is a puker's race. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. But one of the guys, Rob Mullet, who um, he is an Olympian for Great Britain, and he works for he doesn't run professionally anymore, but he works for the race now. He was like, I think it's because it's way more humid than anybody realizes because it feels cold, but it's like, and we're pushed, they're pushing so hard and they don't realize how humid it is. Um, but my question is, have any of you all thrown up at the end of a finish? Oh, I've thrown up in the middle of races before. Um, and <laughs> it was Miami. It was 70 something degrees and I ran like it was perfect weather for some reason. Mile eight, my, my whole body said, no, we're not doing this anymore. And then I projectiled. Um, just for the visual for everybody out there, and then another time at the at a uh, New Year's Eve race, it was like forty something degrees. I think I overdressed a little bit because I thought it was supposed to be really cold, and I was pushing, and I stopped and did that, and then finished. Still both races. So, so you throw up in the middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it? Now, who who would want to get caught on camera throwing up in a bucket? You know, a guy Do with a selfie stick. A guy I've with a selfie stick would be wanting to get caught I've on never... camera. I would want it to get caught Wait, on game thrown up. vomiting. You, you've thrown up in, in, a, in a race before. No, no. I mean, I'll dry heave all the time. Uh-huh. You know, I'll, like, my mouth will feel gross. So, like, I got to spit a whole bunch. But, like, uh. never <laughs> just throw, throwing up, though. I mean, in high school, like, at a track workout and stuff like that, I'm yeah. pretty sure I've done it before. It's not that far of a concept, but I don't think I've thrown I just don't run my hard enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, man, run harder, bro. I a couple bro. times. Uh, yeah, run till you do. But my thing is, is like, would you be a little bit cognizant or you just can't control? Because these guys would fly through the finish line. Just no, they've been holding. So, so like... if that's the if they've been doing that since I've done since I've been here before, if they cross that finish line and then they just let that go right like that, they've been fighting back that urge for three, four miles at the at the at, at the least. They might have even felt like throwing it up at like mile 17. But they're like, nope, not today, oh not today. Gosh. You know, waiting. It's this is happening at the finish line. Yep. I'm gonna ho- hopefully get it all over the shoes of the people. Do you think 100%. that's just like what happens when you eat those gels and you run at that pace? Like, even if like your body can handle it, like if you can handle lactate and like you have the turnover for it and the aerobic system to run mm-hmm. like super duper duper fast, maybe it's just like, hey, if you're taking down, you know, three to four gels an hour at that pace, like your stomach's like, what the hell is this? Like. Maybe my legs can handle this, but I can't. It's like I guess it'd be us like pounding gels in a five k, where it's like, what? This isn't going to go great, man. Mm. Well, the the elite athlete uh, Matt Ebersol coordinator heard him go at one point. This is odd. Like, what's going on with that drink mix? Like, it was so many people. Um. Anyway, highlight of my weekend there, just watching people vomit. Yeah. So this one, I, so I guys, we can't just keep um doing these little side I know, tangents, but I gotta go one. This is me. That's what I do. One this more. Is, is this I, I, my personality? I can one up you on that. Side. So I, I, wor- I was working this race. I think it was um the twenty five k champs in like Grand Rapids or something like that in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I guess the thing is, if you're a photographer, because I was kind of hanging out with them because I was getting some videos. If you're a photographer, like your joy in life is to see people about to throw up and then getting into <laughs> position to get the photos. Because this guy, I mean, when, when I tell you that he was like an action hero, like he did this run, tuck, and like roll into it with this huge camera and got this lady yakking 
and I'm sure he probably took like <laughs> 10 pictures like in, in a millisecond and posted them all uh-huh. to the race day photos probably. And and he was smiling <laughs> so hard when he was like, I got it, I got it. But I'm like, is that, is that, <laughs> he was so happy. And I think that that is a, some things you just got to find the, the little small wins in life, you know? How many people can I capture this? How many people can I capture? Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Oh man. That was my fault, that tangent. So carry on with the super fast runners now that you all were talking about. Well, I, I got two other storylines that I'm super, are, are we going to go, everyone to do a storyline? Did we already do that or? What are we doing? I want to hear. I want to hear one of them at least, it. Mike. All right. Well, I got. I got two. If it's okay to give two, that <laughs> right, I'm, I don't think there are going to be major storylines, but I'm super curious about it. One, Cam Levins is still on the start list, I believe, and so mm-hmm. I'm just curious to see what he's going to do. Like, what has he been? I mean, is he fun running this or like? Because I can't imagine he's not a shoe in for the Canadian team. Is he just staying sharp? So I'm just super curious to see what the North American record holder is going to do and also on the start list is uh chesrek king Ches is on the line for his debut marathon what i didn't see so that. i'm like i haven't seen him race in a while but i think his partner's sharon locati so he certainly saw the race last year so like i'm not sure i mean if he finally jumping up to the marathon now the last time i saw him race was last year at houston so it's been a while but i mean like the guy like looked like he was jogging in a 61 minute half and so i'm like pretty excited to see what he can do at the full yeah if you if you look at if you say you like somebody like the way someone runs if you look at king chess run it's like if a if a machine could be put into a person and then just have them run perfectly it's him he looks so strong and powerful and if he can figure the distance out it's it'll be a problem so Tommy, who who has the advantage? If King Chez is a machine slash robot and Kelvin Kiptum is AI, who wins yeah. in the competition? I mean AI, bro. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like the AI doesn't have to deal with like some of the things that like a machine would have to, like friction and weight. You know what I'm saying? Like AI is just out, you know. This feels like it Terminator 2. It's like the the two the two the two yeah. machines battle each other. One is like much yeah. more like technologically advanced, yeah. but then the other one just happens to figure it out. Well, I mean, but that's only because it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, I mean, if it was anybody else, he would have lost. You know what I mean? Like, that's just let's just be real. AI versus a machine, AI wins every time. I mean, am I, I wrong kinda, with this? I mean, I do like the Terminator kind of analogy. If but it does like, it wouldn't work. Envisioning though, man. a hypothetical head to head of like. Chesrek and Kiptum, I, I like it. Yeah. Okay. So we're saying we're saying that that um that Chesarek is the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. And then okay. Well, they're and, both Terminators. Oh well, yeah. But I mean the the yeah, yeah. Cal- Kelvin's the new model of the yeah, yeah. of the term. Okay. There we go. All right. He's liquid metal. Look, and, exactly. That's you guys. Yeah, that's perfect. And, Thank, uh, thanks. Chesarek is clearly like the with T one thousand, T two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, Kelvin's been running for like six days so far compared brand to, new. yeah, he's like brand new <laughs> at this. Imagine if he figures it out. That's all we're saying about AI right now in life is imagine once they can, once they realize we're the problem, you know? Yeah, I have lots of thoughts on AI. That's not, that's not oh, this. Oh, please go down this <laughs> rabbit hole. Um, no, no, what's no, what's that, that was a good one, though. What's the second one? Cam Levins was the first one. Oh, okay. yeah, is the yeah. second one. Yeah, yeah. Not in any particular. Is Chez order, still yeah. a Skechers athlete? I think. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. He can't be I... a Terminator if he's wearing the Skechers on race day. I love Skechers that would make shoes him even as more... trainers, but they're not. They're not race day ready. I that would make him even though, more like, so a Terminator. I think that if you can run like he can, you have a wider range of options. Of shoes that are going to be great for That's you. That's true, but also everyone else in the top ten can run like he can. Also true. Also, also true. true. Yes, you got a point there, man. You got a point. You know, other storyline that that I'm really, really excited about is Tommy runs redemption redemption on the New York City Marathon. I was going to yeah. say, 
I was wondering. Well, I, was, I heard was, that guy was, was Tommy amazing. Walks last time? No, no, it was just Tommy uh, got beat up by the he Heat. He ran like a 250 oh, something go. last good. year, right? Yeah, yeah, but that was my goal race last year. And I was supposed to run faster than all the rest of them. Like that, like that. I mean, it didn't, on paper, that was probably the dumbest decision I could have made all last year, other than that, that ice cream that I ate that one time. Um, <laughs> but I want to go back with good weather and all that stuff and get after it. You know what I'm saying? All right, here's another storyline I'm ready for. Is, I'm going to pass right you over it. just pass right it. over it. It relates to this because this is where I thought Tommy was going. Is, are we ever going to see a larger concentration of selfie sticks than the Believe in the Run shakeout and the 35 mm. influencers that are going to be there, plus all the other people who are going to be attending? This is good. This is like, I saw this is that like the picture. synchronicity of online influencing is going, to, is, is going to come together at the Believe in the Run shakeout. All the Influencer cool kids. Central. All the cool kids. It'll be fun. I think It'll... Mike's in that yes. picture. Tommy's Tommy's in the picture too. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Guys. Oh yeah, I'm in there. And um, I I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. I really thought it was going to happen after Boston, but I was I think after New York there will be a grumpy article about like these are getting out of hand. So I mean, I kind of think they are. Um, they're very, this one's very big. Um. I mean, I'm doing another that's one. Something of, the night that's before that's with Laura something Green. Brooks would say. This, these are getting out of hand. <laughs> this is getting out um, of hand, guys. And I, like we sold it out like three weeks ago, and it's I think crazy. that one's still going to be huge. But you, like, oh, you and Laura not Green. nearly the size of this one on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that's nearly the size of one on, that's going to be on Saturday. I'm um, excited for it, but I'm also concerned. I'm like, oh, are we ruining this for us? now like is this going to be is this going to be too much <laughs> yeah um, like every everything is going to be like how many people can you get to come to the thing yeah which is which is fun um to see a lot of people and to have like a big group but um uh i i don't know i'm ver- i'm always aware whenever a group i'm in is getting a little too much attention and so I'm I'm worried that we might be drawing too much attention. People are going to think ourselves. it's a protest. They'd be like, "What's going on with that protest down there?" I'd be like, "Don't know. Oh, it's just Kafuzi. It's just it's just Kafuzi. No, it's not. No. <laughs> guarantee. NYPD will be involved for sure. Oh, just so we. I, I'm not in charge of that one. I'm ha- I'm, I'm attending. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm attending. Yeah, yeah. So, but listen. <laughs> so the thing is, the way that I'm trying to position this in my head, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be it's going to be so much energy. Um, it's kind of like what you'd want, you know, for like the good vibes to be going to a race the next day. But I will say also that I think that the way that I'm trying to process this is I'm helping other people because like, if you do the bit one really, really big shakeout, you just eliminate all these other options for everyone else to have to, Oh, which one do I go to? Oh, I want to see Kafuzi. Oh, I want to see this and that blah, blah, blah. You know, and then because Fousey will have like a shakeout at 8 a.m. and somebody that has one at 9 and someone has it at 10. But all of a sudden, we're all together. Just get one shakeout, get it done, get a, get a free crossbody bag maybe, and then move on with your life. Everybody get their egos fed. You know, everybody wants to see everybody. Running influencer Lord of the Rings. Like this is the, this is the shakeout run to <laughs> one, rule them all. One ring, one ring to, to, to rule them all for sure. I think that that's the best way to put it. Uh, I'm Gollum, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> is it, are we gonna do another oh, round of like who is this person we're doing lord of the rings lord of the <laughs> rings hey, if, any, if 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 anybody calls you frodo in life is not a compliment you know i've never seen lord of the rings can we hang up on her i've i've i i there's multiple movies i'm pretty sure i haven't seen all of them right but you've seen, seen one of them one of them okay None. I, it's too long. I can't focus that long. My main takeaway was that they like to eat two breakfasts, and I'm like, yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> that that's what that's what I took away from that entire saga. Hobbit, yeah, yeah. You just like the hot way the I hobbits to, get I down with food. I have to watch it. Multiple I breakfasts. I need like thirty minute segments. I'm just I'm just tired of like the hero never knowing that they're the hero. You know what I mean? Like I'm just tired of that energy. Like it took Harry Potter too long to figure it out like bro we're like eight movies in here and you just now all of a sudden like grew a hair like a piece of hair on your chest let's go bro <laughs> the whole movie is called like it's your name you get it i have watched three harry potters but that's only because i watch them with my kids just be the hero just i'm just gonna it. say it as a ginger 
Are we sure Ron Weasley wasn't the hero? He got the girl. I love Ron. Ron yeah, Ron, <laughs> Ron, Ron, Ron knew what he was doing. He's 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 a good guy. I like Ron. He's good. You do kind of remind me of Ron. Not to, not just because <laughs> we're gonna do character. Not not just because not just because of the hair. But you got you got you know you got you got some some characteristics of old Weasley. I got a lot of freckles. <laughs> I'm definitely not if if, if, we're, if we're doing a, if we're doing a Quidditch team. If Relay was going to form a Quidditch team, I definitely would need <laughs> some of that serum to do well. I wouldn't be able to just be good on my own. Um, hmm. yeah, constantly overshadowed. I want to be the bad guy. <laughs> oh, Dr- Draco. No. Draco? Oh no. No, not Draco him. Draco Malfoy. No, he's like oh. the worst. Uh, okay. What's what's his name? Voldemort. Voldemort. I want to be Voldemort. Oh, he's my favorite character. What do you mean in you're going to be the movies. bad guy? Oh. Tommy, you don't say anything bad about anybody. Oh, I do. It's just on his t- those side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Group chat. I mean, besides yeah. Peter, you throw you Peter under the bus constantly. Oh, I love that because like I can finally be myself a little bit when Peter's on. I can just talk junk about him because he like you know. Mm. He's Nike. You can talk shit about him. I mean, Peter's <laughs> definitely the Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Totes. Oh, it's Peter's. Pe- that's really great. Yeah, Peter's definitely <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> totally. <laughs> he really is. That's actually awesome. Thank you. You just made everything make more sense for me. Thank you. I wonder if yeah. Peter has ever gone dressed up as as um, Harry Potter for Halloween. I would love to see that, that photo. We've got one day to make it happen. He really could, though. Are y'all dressing up for Halloween? Yeah, I have a costume. I, I what love, do you do? I love oh, what are you going to be? What is it? I am uh, Binks the cat from Hocus Pocus. Nice. I was going to buy myself a costume, but then I left Halloween, Spirit of Halloween, buying four children costumes like $180 later. And I was like, well, not going to buy myself one. You know? Ooh. It's too much. Laura, Laura is Bellatrix Lestrange. Nice. I don't know what that is. Oh, she's she's the worst. <laughs> she she's like the number two worst the person worst. in the Harry Potter series. Pretty much. But I like. I thought though. you were saying that's what she was dressing up as. Like oh, you saw no. a picture of her. Oh, that's on what Instagram. I thought too. No, no. Like, oh my god. No, no, that's a character. <laughs> that's she's harsh. not here. I guess she's not. She's not here. That's you know? hard. I like Bellatrix though. That's like calling like me her. Reebok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one's okay, worse. Okay, I'll take. Are you? Tommy, are you dressing up? No, I'm a I'm a grouch. I don't I don't really do holidays very well. Do you hand out candy? No. Knock on your door. No, lights off. Do they come knock and you turn the lights off? Lights off before. I make sure I unscrew. But they would come knock. I unscrew the light bulbs just to make sure we don't accidentally turn it on. Really? I mean, I don't do that, but I don't turn the lights on. But do you have a neighborhood where kids come knock on doors? Okay. Yeah, so that's why I turn the lights off. Make sure you know no no motion sensors. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I am. Well, the problem is, is you don't like we live in a neighborhood where there's lots of trick or treaters, but like you're at the ages of my kids, I'm out with my kids. So, you know, you leave the bowl of candy out and then some a-hole kid just dumps the whole bowl in their bag. And, you know, then nobody gets candy from you until you get back with your kids. Right. Yeah. My son is a much mm-hmm. better per- human being than I am. So one year we had the lights off. One year, we I take him out trick or treating. He gets a bunch of candy and stuff like that. And then I think we got back, and this might have been he may have been like maybe ten at the time. So we get back home. I go back to watching like some movie or something like that. And then all I hear is like the doorbell ring. I'm like these little stupid kids, you know, like the lights <laughs> off. Here he is at the front door, oh, light on with his bag of candy, and he's giving kids candy out of the front door. From his, and I was from like, his number candy one, sash. From his, from his candies. And I said, rule number, n- rule number one, bro. Never give, you know, don't share with people. That's rude. <laughs> you know? Turn this damn light off and let's, let's go back to watching this movie. But yeah, he's a good guy. Did he not learn oh, any so lessons sweet. from when you did the 60-yard race with him and pushed him to the ground so you would win? Did he not <laughs> learn any lessons from that experience? Right. Obviously not. Look out for yourself. Because if he was looking out for himself, I wouldn't have been able to push him, you know? Do you, do you guys do you guys like police the uh, the candy though after? Uh, my daughter has a peanut allergy, so we gotta keep a close oh. eye on the candy. Um, but then after that, once we like look through it, um, they don't really. Eat, I mean, they eat candy. My younger one eats more candy than my older one does, but I just, we leave it out. We've had Halloween candy in the house for like a month, 
And so like when it first gets in the house, they'll eat a bunch of it and then they'll kind of forget about it. So we still have Halloween candy from last year. It's in the cupboard. What? Are they, yeah, is it just bad candy, or do you guys have the most self-control of anyone like in the world? Like, all the joys left over? It's high up, so they can't see it on but a shelf, you, and I don't Mike, give it to you. them. So. What about you? I don't right. need, I don't need a lot of You're not going after those Kit Kats? No, there's not a lot of Kit Kats, because we have to get rid of them. So I do oh, eat Kit a Kats lot of them, by the way. Them. Well, not Canadian ones, but the ones that are made in the U.S. are made in a facility that also handles peanuts, so she can't have that. So there's a lot of stuff we just can't have, and so like, yeah. you know, we just get rid. We just get rid of it. A lot of times, well, I think we bring it for Thanksgiving to my mother-in-law's house because we're just like we can't. I mean, we can. I can. I'm not. I'm not allergic to peanuts, but I'm not gonna eat all that candy. It's too much candy. Man, I'm so I'm hungry now. <laughs> I just can't believe this. I, 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 it's like the people that have Girl Scout cookies in their house for like several months. Oh, I'm we like, still have Girl Scout cookies in the house. I'm like, what? Yeah. What is happening? Like, so yeah, so like that's one mental hold on yourself. That's one thing. Like, it's just to go like just get real dark real quick. Like, I used to be like that when I go to someone's house and then they'd have like liquor in their house. Uh, like, that's just I knew it was there last time. I was like, what do you uh-huh, do in between? Like, is there still something sitting there? Yeah. Why don't why what's going on? Are you just only gonna drink this? But then also now that I'm not in that energy anymore, Oreos. There's no possible mm. chance that a thing of Oreos will make it out of a week, or even maybe three days. Right. It's like it's like it's like the, I have see to like eat the it. Uh, potato chip clip, like on the bag of like leftover potato mm. chips. It's like what's leftover potato chips? I'm not ex- yeah. I'm not familiar with this. So you open the bag Who and then da- there's some still in the bag when you put it back. It doesn't just you know just finish so the like, bag. Did some? Did you get news that someone passed and you had to like <laughs> stop immediately in the middle of a Lay's bag? <laughs> We know, like, what happened to make you want to stop. We have Does a lot matter. of chip clips in our house. We've got what like you, a dozen of them. Are you guys like a house of restraint? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like what? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess my kids are still young. They, like, haven't hit puberty, like, the eat everything phase yet. And so. But maybe they won't either. Maybe. I don't know. I, uh, have, a, I have some different versions. Like, one of my kids is, like very self-regulating he doesn't eat for fun he eats just when he's hungry my oldest will eat all day every day just like straight glutton but he is super active so i'm like whatever i'm yeah. you know, you're that fine. doesn't age well as um, someone who is, is on that trajectory it doesn't <laughs> age great. yeah yeah that's yeah i don't know i don't know you gotta be careful with how you talk to kids about these things you know yeah, yeah i get yeah. it yeah i get it right now at our house we talk a lot about because my daughter is old enough to do cross country and, and track in middle school and so she's also at the age where i feel like you know a lot of her friends have cell phones now and their social media and so it's like remember you gotta make sure you have the right nutrition to fuel your body to do all these things that you want to do mm-hmm. you like these activities well let's make sure that we're giving your body enough to that way you have the energy to do all these things that you like doing I try to position. I try to position it like that, but they just my kids. My kids are sixteen and thirteen, and I try my best to go like, yeah, like be logical with them or whatever. And they go, oh yeah, and then like, but can I have this donut? You know, like, can I finish this donut? Can I? And I don't know how I got. Can you come parent my children for a little bit? I know. I feel like Mike's a really good dad. Uh, My kids will make it easy. So like Aww. only a good dad will say something like yeah. that. Yeah, only <laughs> right? a good dad cuz cuz anything you say good about my kids, I'm taking all the credit for. Like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course they have no choice but to be good kids because how amazing I am. But yeah, look at you good dad. I mean, you had a dad vlog at one point though, so I mean, it mm-hmm. makes sense. Maybe. Yeah. I want Mike to come in my house and just put these get these boys in line. I feel like you could do it. I'm not sure. I don't have boys. So, like, mm-hmm. whenever I'm at my buddy's place, he has two very energetic boys. And I'm just like, and then one of my other buddies, they also have two energetic boys. And I'm like, it's been a long time since, like, I as an adult, like, broke a pair of glasses. But, like, anytime, like, those four boys get together, it's like, I'm going to have to get new prescription lenses pretty soon because something's going to happen. There's just a lot of energy and I'm not used to it anymore. So, mm. it's different. Boys are different. They're, they're mm-hmm. just, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I figured out, I kind of have figured out my kids. I can't figure out anybody else's kids. My, um, my son, the one that only eats, you know, to survive, <laughs> the one that eats when he's hungry. Um, he's on his fourth pair of glasses in the, in the last like 
16 months or something. Because he keeps needing. He just like gets body slammed (sighs) and, you know, by somebody. And then he's just, they're broken again. Um, But they say girls are more expensive because of like all the clothes and all these things. But I'm like, I don't know. Boys might be more expensive because they break everything. Like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Things in our house don't break. I break things Mm -hmm. on accident. Like I'll drop a plate and stuff like that. But like, otherwise, like things in our house don't break. Every time like boy parents come over, they're like, it's so quiet in here. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just normal, I guess. So well, I got I got a girl and a boy. So energies. like I got a girl and, and a boy. So it's like I think that somehow they level each other out. Like they do. I yeah, like so. he doesn't he's not mm-hmm. as like ramp as soon as he gets around his friends, I don't even know who he is, you know. <laughs> I'm like, what are you yeah. what are you I doing with your life? Though. You know? And then but at home he's just kinda chill and he's like she tries she tries to tell him what to do all the time, so he's just kinda got that like, you know, he just stays away from her a little bit. But as soon as he's around his friends, like we went to the movies to see the Five Nights at Freddy's movie that just came out uh, the other day. And I'm like, are you going to talk through the whole movie, bro? And he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, I was just saying. You know, he's like all excited. But yeah, I'm a, I like those guys. Matt, you're a girl boy too, aren't you? I am. So it's funny because my, my daughter just is a straight chatterbox. She has been her entire mm-hmm. life. Like we have videos of her when she was, I don't know. Like sixteen months old, and like she's just like in a carriage at the at the um at the grocery store, just an hour straight talking, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. insanity. And she hasn't stopped. She's never stopped talking. Like she's, I she probably talks in her sleep for all I know. So like she may be <laughs> maybe less physically rambunctious than our son. I mean, even that is debatable. But she's definitely louder. For sure. Um, even like every teacher we've ever had, like we could basically write the teacher's reports from elementary school for them because they're, they're, everyone is the same. It's like, we love Callie. She's so independent and creative and thoughtful. It would be really helpful if she could not talk as much in class and let the teachers try to teach. And just generally speaking, you know, quiet down a bit. I think that that is, a, that is a, something that is un un that needs to be talked about more is the fact that all teachers should just know, I'm sure that this person's heard this before about their, their child. Yes. So maybe either just be a little more creative or just don't say it, you know, just like, I want to sit down one day and then they just look at me and say, you know what I'm about to say, don't you? And then I'm gonna say, yeah. And then we could just go on from there. I don't need to have like 10 minutes of just like you talking around the fact that my kid doesn't pay attention in class. Just, the only time it didn't happen was because as we were reading this one, I was like, wow, this is different. You know, it was like the end of the year. It was like, there was like a really long one. It's like, you know, it was just such a pleasure this year. And, you know, your child, yada, yada, yada. And at the end, it's like, and we just hope that Preston has a great fourth grade. Wrong like, kid. They copied and pasted it. I forgot to change the name. Oh, my God. Like, wait, like, that you're was not it. That was the only dad? one that was different from all the rest. Mike's like, I don't understand any of this. My reports are always just like just rainbows and butterflies <laughs> uh my my younger one is a little chatty and so ah. sometimes she gets a little distracted with tasks because i think i she doesn't say it but i think she just ends up talking with her friends and then kind of like forgets what mm-hmm. she was doing so she does that with like food a lot of time i have to remind her to like eat i'm like don't forget mm-hmm. it's breakfast we're gonna have to leave for the bus soon like let's let's make sure we're still eating you know so she just gets distracted this is going to be fun, you guys. In like 10 years or however many years, we can all line up to the start line of the New York City Marathon with our kids. And then we can we can do a um, draft out of that, see who's which teams are going to did be you think? Do you see that Jesse Itzler's kid ran a marathon this weekend? No. How old is this kid? No. Nine. A marathon? Don't know how I feel was, about that. It was that. the all-day wow, running crazy. event that he did. You know, oh, it was like yeah. the one that was yeah. like Matt Choi did it and Ken Rideout and all these people. So I think it's like in this field and then they, they do laps. It's like a one mile loop, stuff like that. Anyway. Yeah. That like big hill. And yes, backyard. he does that one too, but I don't think this is that one, but yeah, it's a similar. No, this, vibe. Was, this was a, yeah, this was running man. Yeah. yeah. Right? And um, yeah. anyway, yeah, he, he did, he oh, did a whole nice. post today saying his, his nine year old son did it. And anyway, I, I'm still processing my thoughts. I don't know them. I wasn't there. I, there's only so much you can really. Is it like a loop? Yeah. I think there's yeah. like, it's a, it's a one mile loop or so. Cause well, because I'm thinking, like... It's only 26 see, times. I can see one of my kids doing that if it's, like, throughout the whole day. 
Like, oh, I'm going to do a lot. Uh, you know, but if it's like, was he going nonstop? It's, it seems like that was, you, know, you have to go to his Instagram. He, he kind of dissects it a little bit. It, it does come across as though that was the case, that he ran just like, you know, pretty much a marathon, Plate. right? So I'm sure he did stops and yeah. fueled up and, you know, bathroom breaks or whatever. But it's, uh, wow. yeah, it's like. I don't know how to think feel about this, but it's, it definitely was like a, a huge conversation. Not that I want to throw it at the end of a podcast and say react to this in under thirty seconds, but um, <laughs> it was definitely it. It had me. It definitely had me open my feelings a little bit, but I wasn't sure like which one to go with as I was reading it. Well, I'm just gonna say I, we won't get in the whole conversation, but I'm just say well, if the kid really wanted to do it, okay, and he like they were paying attention to make sure he was hydrated and fed and all those things, and that was something he really wanted to do. I don't know. Whatever. That's kind of how I feel. Well, I mean, at least at least I'm I'm looking at it a little bit. I, the the kid was talking after, you know, like it seemed like he wanted to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it wasn't. I mean, not talking like I mean he was alive, yeah. But I mean, like he was actually the one saying like I ran a marathon, I got 13 miles, you know, you know, and I wanted to stop, but then my dad hit me six times. Wow. <laughs> no. no 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 my thing with all that is i'm like as long as they're not getting pressured to do something like that they're like i really want to do it i see you doing it and i really really want to it's super on brand it's super on brand yeah. though for his kid to be inspired to do something like that though i mean it's not totally. like yeah it's not like he's like a um he doesn't seem like a helicopter dad that was like go make his kid do it but like i feel like yeah his uh, someone close to him would want to go do something crazy too it's their personality type yeah all right, we have to wrap, but I want to say thank you to everybody that stopped me at Monumental and said hello and said, I love Relay. Thank you. We love that you love Relay, and we're so glad you listen. Thanks for being here, everybody. You're welcome. Bye.